0: well uh everyone welcome back to the expanded minds podcast i have foster huggins with me
1: hey what's and... up everybody thank you so much for having me zeke <laughs> yes sir
0: i'm excited to have you um I'm i saw some of your stuff on you. youtube so i love awesome. i love the energy you put out there so so
1: what did what did you see on youtube
0: a lot of stuff a lot of stuff
1: a lot from your, vlog, okay. from
0: your i mean from your vlog to some of the podcasts that you did so that's great. one. That's one great. like from the top of my head for example is and also to like give people a little bit of a background on what you do, like you give motivational speeches here and there, you know, mm-hmm. you you have a clothing company, as you can see, there's a merch in the background yes, uh, yes. Underwater Flies
1: the- On. Uh-huh. This is our yeah. temporary studio right now. But yeah, so we're the Underwater Flies On podcast. It basically means like if you look at the surface level of a lake or a pond, you can see the surface level of the water, but not everything underneath it. And that's how people can be at times as well. Like you may look at somebody and they could be smiling, but we have no clue what we're going through. You know, a smile doesn't mean you're happy on the inside. And I had my best friend back when I was a sophomore in high school, he committed suicide. And that just really opened my eyes to the fact of like, bro, you can literally be so close to somebody. I was with him the night before he died and never would have guessed, never would have guessed that he was battling anything. This dude was my best friend. And never would i even have known that he was battling and the next day he committed suicide so um that really just showed me how important it is to spread love spread god's love and yeah man that's what i've been trying to do ever since so that's how this podcast was born pretty much
0: yeah that's so, pretty that's pretty sick so like yeah you find that a lot of people even even if they don't know the meaning behind your name do you think that they hint towards that or is it kind of like uh a-
1: yeah, dude, like, so basically, okay, so I'll tell you the whole story, all right? It was uh, 2021, so four years after my friend passed away. I had done a couple speeches here and there, you know, from my high school. um, I did a couple, I was president of a fraternity when I was in college, so I, like, had to always be up and speak to different people, and I was like, you know what, I should, I should start a podcast. So this started out as a podcast, right? it was me in my bedroom with a microphone and a laptop. I borrowed the microphone from one of my friends. I borrowed the laptop from one of my my friends. So just nothing was mine. I was sitting there and just started talking into this mic and then people started liking it. And then I was like, let's do a merch drop. Let's put like a positive quote on the back of a shirt. Let's do a merch drop with it. So we did. And it sold like 80 shirts. And I expect, I told the guy that was making them, I said, yeah, expect 15 maybe but 80 I think it was 87 shirts sold and I was like oh my goodness like that's crazy (laughs) that's that's a blessing wild and then um I kept doing the podcast I did another merch drop we got up to like 170 on the next merch drop and I was like all right this this could be a thing so we uh, upgraded the quality the stuff behind us is our new stuff I've been taking that a lot more seriously and um to go back to your question though like the the audience we attract, basically the way we even attract an audience at this point is by doing these pop-up events, right? So we buy in a table at a vendor event, like a fifty dollar table, sit uh-huh. up, set up, sell our merch. We have our merch sitting out, and then it, it'll say your life is worth living. That's like my favorite quote. Um, I, I one night mm-hmm. I was just sitting there and I just I felt something, something just your life is worth living. I felt that in my brain. And I was like, that's got to be God, bro. God's. Yeah, the yeah, dude. It's just that saying just it's always true. No matter how bad things get, your life is always worth living. It's always worth it to keep chugging along. Um, We could get more into that later. But yeah, yes, dude. So yeah, for sure. If life we set those up. Uh, exactly, bro. Yeah. So when I sit that, when I set the merch out at these pop-ups, people will come up and read the back of the shirt. And then there's like a quote down at the bottom they'll read the quote and then we connect and like, I don't know. It's been crazy. It's been a, it's been a blessing for sure. It's kind of like my side thing though. I teach elementary PE as my like full-time job and I do this on the side and I love it. I love it.
0: Yeah. Same, same here. I kind of like have a job that I'd mainly do. And then I just do podcasting mm-hmm. on the side. Yeah. So, just cause I enjoy doing it. I think it's beneficial to have conversations exactly. with people that are meaningful. I agree, bro. Not, not a lot of people. Uh, I, I mean, at least for me, like, I, I live I don't really live around too many people that want to have deep conversations or maybe you know like it's not accessible to have express these kind of thoughts in the area that you're in. So yeah, for cool sure. Just be able to tune into like a podcast and then you just you see a bunch of people that think very deeply just like you and you can connect with them. So
1: yeah, bro. And I've actually I've been off um for about two months with doing podcasts. I haven't done one in a while. I did like I did one within the last two months so like yeah. it's good to be back and doing this for a little bit it's just been i've been doing a lot of other stuff uh with the brand but yeah dude so this is really cool this is cool
0: yeah definitely so just like with podcasting right like what what made you like even start it because like especially with me i know there's of a barrier because when i first started it was kind of like oh shoot people are going to be watching this people that i know yeah and you oh have different my- you have different opinions that are in your head just like bro um I don't want people to know this about me or, you know, I have to be very careful about what I have to say. Things
1: like that. Dude. So so for my first whole, uh, for season one, which I did my podcast in like 10 episode, 10 episodes is a season. So in season one, which was my first 10 episodes, every episode, I'd be like, I could go more into that, but I'm going to save it for later. But really that was code for, I don't want people to know that about me. I wasn't comfortable, bro. Like I'm honestly not even that outgoing of a person, at least before i got into doing this so it was very uncomfortable getting out of my uh out of my shell a little bit i guess you can say but once i saw the support and how much it was actually making an impact i was like i gotta go all in i gotta keep doing this and what got me into it was pretty much so my friend passes away right to suicide when i was a sophomore my junior year of high school was just awful bro i mean i was depressed i was broken I was, I would be in a room with like a hundred people and I'd feel completely alone. You know what I'm saying? That's a, that's a hard feeling. I didn't like feeling that. And then, um, two days before the one year anniversary of my friend passing away to suicide, another kid committed suicide in our, um, in our school district. So it was kind of like, dang dude, all these people now are being affected by this other kid. And I I knew his cousins. I didn't know that kid, but I knew his cousins. So I reached out to his cousins and I was basically like, telling them my story, trying to help them through it. And they told me, they said, I've had thousands of people reach out to me today, but you're the one person that truly made an impact. And they said saved their life. I don't know if I really saved. I don't want to say I saved somebody's life, but just them saying like how much I impacted them by reaching out and talking to them. I was like, bro, there is purpose in my pain. There's purpose in the pain that I went through you know the devil may have won the battle but god will win the war god will use this situation for his glory so i um i saw like a light in that you know what i'm saying and i uh basically year uh my senior year of high school i got the opportunity to speak two times to our middle school and that was a great experience and i just realized like i really like speaking and sharing my story and it's uncomfortable but it it, it makes an impact you know so um eventually i thought you know what i'm gonna start a podcast i'm gonna talk into this microphone and i'm gonna tell my story to the virtual world and we'll see if anybody listens and then it's worked out and like i said though i need to get back into it because just doing all the brand stuff this stuff has been making an impact that i could see you know going to these pop-ups i could see somebody's day being impacted through like virtual like youtube or whatever you know you don't see how the person reacts you may get a comment here and there but um i don't know bro it's it's such a blessing though i love i love what i love that i'm so blessed that god has put this vision on me and allowed me to execute you know what i'm saying i take no credit people are like bro you're so amazing i'm like i'm nothing bro this is all God. this is all god this is none of me bro for real yeah but
0: what do you, what do you think are like um some tests that you've been through in terms of like having to continue on. Cause if you have like a brand, for example, like it's clothing brand, I'd assume like you have to learn how to balance things and it can be very, like, you know, it can be very hard to kind of juggle between the two.
1: Unless you delegate
0: your task. but
1: No, for sure. So like I'm, I'm engaged. Let's, let's say that. So I've had a, congrats. Yeah. Thank you, bro. So I've, I got my girl Macy, you know, so I've had that to balance and then I had college to balance and then I had um the brand side so like the merch side and then like the podcast side i've been, i've had kind of like a lot to balance you know what i'm saying but um the big thing for me is like a huge hurdle i had to overcome is realizing that it takes money to to do this you know this merch doesn't just spawn you know you have to go buy the stuff you know yeah and definitely it, it's not cheap it's not cheap and it's a risk you know and there was a time whenever I placed the order. I used to do it way, I was, I was new to this. It was my third drop. I was very new to this and I would take orders before I bought the stuff. And then I wouldn't make people pay until they got it. So I got like a hundred and something, a hundred and let's say 115 orders, right? I go to buy the merch. They say that'll be $2,031, two comma zero, two comma zero three one two thousand thirty-one $2,031. I had $2,068 in my bank account. And that's all my hard-earned money. So I'm hoping that these people actually buy. <laughs> they said they'll buy. Will they actually spend the money? I don't know about that. So I I spent all my money, bro. I bought all the merch. And I had 30-something dollars to my name. My fiance, Macy, had to buy my gas because I didn't have enough money for gas, bro. Yeah. And in that moment, I'm just like, God... I prayed about it. I was like, God, should I do it? Like, is this smart? Should I actually do this? And I never felt any resilience. It was a full certain yes, go for it. So I was like, full cent. <laughs> Let's yeah, do full it. <laughs> yeah. So I did it, bro. I spent all my freaking money. And then guess what? It paid off. It, it came back. All the merch got sold. Everyone that said they'd buy ended up buying and then profited a little bit too, which allowed us to do another drop and then just kind of snowballed. We just keep keep going bigger and bigger just placed another another order yesterday and it was our biggest order ever and then just staying faithful that this is the the path god wants me to be on and if it truly is that path that he wants me to be on it'll work out you know so but at first though bro it was not that it was not how it is now i go in there now to buy merch and it's like hey let's go this is lit back then it was like i'm (laughs) i'm freaking out (laughs) i'm scared bro and then as uh as you're talking about with the podcast too, bro, it's like so many people are so hateful. <laughs> like, have you experienced that at all? Doing your own podcast?
0: Yeah, the start of it recently, I don't really have that much hate comments, or at least I don't notice them. But yeah, at the, at the beginning, yeah, I was like, this guy's crazy, or you know, doesn't well, well, make sense.
1: The craziest yeah. thing, bro, is how you're how you'll have people that you call brother and you go to dinner with and hang out with all the time, and then you start doing a podcast and suddenly like like there's there's a little bit of envy, a little bit of jealousy. And I'm like, "Why are yeah. you jealous, bro? You could you could pick up the mic and pick up a laptop and do the same thing I'm doing, bro." Like there was and this was when it was just starting, bro. I had like some of my best friends hating on me. And I'm just like, "Bro, what? I'm just I'm like, dude, I'm not doing anything that you couldn't do." So like just do it. And um but more than that, I have I've had so many people like I don't know, bro. I feel like whenever you pursue your dream and pursue, you know, your calling, people that are not pursuing their calling get threatened by your grind, basically. They see Uh you doing good and that makes them feel uncomfortable. They're like, man, he's doing all this stuff. I'm not. Then like internally, subconsciously, they're like being down on themselves when in reality that could motivate them to do good in themselves. But instead they uh, try to tear you down. Instead of building themselves up, there's a quote. It says, to, "To have the tallest tower in a city, you could either put in the work and build the tallest tower, or you could just tear every other tower down until yours is the tallest." You know what I'm saying? I feel like there's a lot of people trying to tear the tear it tear it down. And I'm not even doing. We're not even big yet. Like <laughs> yeah, like well, we're not, I don't they, know. Bro. They see the
0: drive though. They see the drive. They see yeah, the motivation.
1: Uh huh. Yeah, but they I'm not even that. like that that was a struggle though bro so that was a struggle whenever it first started happening because like I said I was a quiet kid in school I was not an extrovert I was definitely an introvert I didn't talk to a lot of people at school so when I put myself out there and then received hate I had never received any hate before bro so when that happened it hurt at first but then I kind of just gave it to God and then I feel like that really helped me through it in so many ways like just listening to the things that God says about me over what these other people might say about me. And then also realizing like, dude, if you're hating on a message that says your life is worth living, like I'm praying for you. You know, <laughs> I'm praying for you because I don't know what you're going through, but I don't know, bro. That's one challenge though. If you ask about challenges, that was a challenge I definitely had to face for sure.
0: Yeah. I think that's cool. that I have that awareness, like that you pull yourself back and then you pray about it. And then it gives you some more of like clarity around what you're doing. I yeah, think a lot bro. of people just jump head first into those decisions and mm-hmm. not really, um, you know, pray about it or have some kind of, you know, pull back from it at least. And
1: Yeah, bro. And I uh, I did some research on your podcast. So I'd, I bring up all this, uh, like, godly talk and Christianity talk. I don't always do, like, sometimes, especially when I started the podcast, I would not, I would be afraid to talk about God, right? I'd be afraid because it's so controversial these days. But, like, I'd noticed your podcast, like, is this more of a, what's, what's the meaning behind your podcast basically?
0: Uh, just to have like open-minded conversations, stations with people. Okay. Cool. Um, I kind of just invite different people from different walks, you mm-hmm. know, talk to them about their experiences. Um, mainly it stemmed from like a time in my life where I was having a bunch of like, spiritual experiences and yeah. I didn't have anybody to really guide me through it or like, um, yeah, anybody to walk me through it. So I kind of, felt very isolated, very alone, not being able to talk about these things. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like, um, I, this, I got this kind of revelation from like, smoking weed. I used to smoke weed <laughs> back then. Yeah, but, yeah. Like it was like when we were smoking, like my friends and I, we were just like trying to think of the funniest thing to say, uh-huh. but we had to like, kind of let go and kind of allow ourselves to like, even get to that level of thought where like, yeah the, yeah, the thought was really funny. But, um, there's like a lot of people that have deep thoughts and they're, you know, they're, they're, but they're disconnected from themselves. Like they have very deep Mm. thoughts about the universe, about who God is, who they are, but then they don't like let themselves so that they kind of just stay stuck in whatever they're in and don't really think outside the box. So part of it is obviously learn. I have different people on that have like thought very deeply about the universe, about God, about different spiritual topics. And I like to bring different perspectives because it, it brings balance. Cause it's like, if I just have one perspective, then it's like either it doesn't challenge me on my belief systems or like, um, you know, or it's just the same thing over and over. So I try yeah, to bro. mix it up a little bit. Before we continue this episode, I wanted to shout out Patrick link who was a singer and composer. Now, Patrick creates these amazing Gregorian chants, as well as these very cool ambient sounds. And so if you want to go into a deep state of prayer, maybe you want to go into a deep state of contemplation or meditation, or you just need some sleep at night, you know, turning on some of this stuff will help you achieve that and so i'm gonna leave his stuff in the description below and you guys can go check that out and as of right now you're probably listening to one of my personal favorites which is kitty and so go ahead check out his stuff and let's get right back into the podcast
1: i going to i want to tell i going to give you something from my my perspective lately okay so it's it said that we're made in god's image right so yeah. what does that what does that mean basically to me And I had like this, this dude, I did a Bible study with throughout college. He, this is our last Bible study. And I've just been thinking about it ever since. And it's been like half a year. Um, We're made in God's image, which to me means like Jesus was God. If you believe the Trinity, you know, Father, Son, Holy Spirit, Jesus is the son. He came down, lived a perfect life, right? The perfect life on earth. And then we're made in that image of Jesus, right? So we're made in God's image. God in human form is Jesus. Jesus laid out the perfect path of how to live a perfect life and we're supposed to live that perfect life, but we're human. So that's never going to happen. You know, we're always going to fall short. And then, so what I've uh, realized lately is like the more I give to God and more, I just surrender to like, you know, you know what we want to do when we got a girlfriend and we're not married yet. You know, the Bible says save till marriage, but I ain't trying to do all that, bro. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? But if you surrender to the path that God says which is God says save till marriage it's always the right option so like that's one example or there's there's so many examples like God says don't lie and then every time I feel like I feel like every time I lie in my life it always ends up like getting me in a deeper hole like me lying is like digging myself a deeper hole you know what I'm saying so it's like if I, I would have just listened to God's word and listen, just follow Jesus's perfect path he says don't lie why am I lying I like I surrender to you, God. You say, don't lie. I'm i am not going to lie. You say, don't, you know, have sex before marriage. I'm not going to have sex. For, you know what I'm saying? The more you just surrender and follow his way, the better my life gets every time. So what do you think about that?
0: About surrender or the topic of like, which?
1: Like, about? like, like, what do you think about like following that, that path that Jesus laid out and like just surrendering to what God says, basically?
0: Oh, definitely. I, I, I I'm a Christian myself. I, yeah. I would call myself a Christian, but obviously I don't really, what do you call it? I think that I'm imperfect. So usually oh, you yeah. know, I wouldn't consider myself like a Christian Christian. You know what I mean? Well, bro, I do my bro, best to nobody's,
1: live. Nobody's perfect. Though. I do
0: my best. Yeah. Doing yeah. do my best to live righteously. I know mm-hmm. I have different tendencies, so I do my best every single day to strive towards something better, to hire. So I think Jesus is definitely someone I pray to and I consider a God.
1: Yeah, Um, bro. Well, lucky for you and lucky for me, lucky for all of us, you know, Jesus died for our sins, bro. So as long as we have faith in that, you know, I'm not perfect either, dude. I'd be, I sin today probably. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like we sin and we don't even know we're sinning. You know what I'm saying? Definitely. And and one sin is too much for heaven, but God died for our sins. Jesus died for our sins. So have faith in him and, you know, we'll be all right.
0: Yeah. (laughs) I'm like, I'm like into that, but like, also I think there's a, there's exoteric kind of a way to put christianity uh-huh. exoteric means like if you work for a company right you have the store associates the employees uh-huh. um i mean you worked at walmart so you just have the people on the floor and then you have the managers by you the way
1: the... i work tomorrow 5 a.m bro
0: <laughs> oh you still work there i thought you
1: I, I i so i'm still employed and i was like i was looking at my schedule for tomorrow i was like you know what i don't got nothing going on i'm a I'm gonna pick up a shift, so five a.m. Yeah. tomorrow. Sorry. Anyways,
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. So the
1: exoteric, so that like, yeah, I get what you're saying.
0: So there's like the you know the, the employees and stuff, uh, mm-hmm. but they're subject to the people that are on the inside. So the people on the inside make all the decisions. They know what's going on. Yeah, they have direct access to the resources, everything that they need, and obviously everything from the inside goes to the outside. So Christianity, in a sense, there's also an exoteric aspect where you have the churchgoers, the people that go there. They do their. their on the outside it's like they do their prayers they do their bible reading but it's mm-hmm. everything but the esoteric side of christianity is like you know the the inner transformation so we're talking about prayer that transforms your spirit we're talking like um connecting directly with god having a pure soul things like that so you can you can have an outward appearance of christianity right all the time you can look like you're praying
1: oh, but yeah. on the
0: inside you can be completely messed up so i Bro. think A lot of people miss the inner part of it and then they don't have access to, you could say, to the divine grace, which actually is at the heart of uh, Christianity in general. So, Dude,
1: I I think we're pretty similar then because that's how I think of it too. Like, I I could say there were so many times in my life where if you looked at me, you would have thought that dude, Christian, good follower, but I know me and I knew that was not true. I was praying. I was going to church, but bro, I was not... You know, I was, I was nowhere. I, I miss church today. I'll miss church every once in a while. Like I'm not perfect, but back then I would never miss church, but going to church doesn't mean you have a good relationship with God. You know what I'm saying? doesn't mean you're truly being changed inwardly. I feel you, bro. I like that. That was good.
0: Yeah. But, but it's also a mystery too, where it's like the inner kind of reflects the outer. So like you going to church is somewhat of a reflection of what's going on, on the inside of you. True. But also, I mean, you know, and that, that can go a good way and bad ways,
1: obviously. I was thinking about this. It's like, it's like good works doesn't get you into heaven. But if you have truly been saved by God, good works is kind of proof of that. You know what I'm saying? It's like you go into church and praying and all that. That's not going to get you into heaven. Truly believing in your heart that Jesus died for your sins. You know, truly believe like God judges the heart. If you don't truly believe that, then, you know, what did he say? He said, um, you can cast out demons in my name, uh, you know. Some I don't know the whole Bible verse. I need to get better at the Bible verse whole thing. But um, he said, "But um, I never knew you." You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I don't know, bro. I feel you. I need to read that verse though. Gosh, I wish I had it on. I, I wish I was like Tim it, Ross, bro. You know, you know who Tim Ross is? I don't know. <laughs> no, I don't know who that is. He's a he's a preacher. He like quit being a preacher to do a podcast full time. And um, yeah, he's he'll just, he'll just know. he' was like every Bible verse ever. I wish I was like that. I'm not like <laughs> that though. But uh, yeah, but apart from God, you know, you got to put good works don't get you into heaven, but good works, in my opinion, you know, it could be, it, it's what, if you have truly been saved, you're going to go, you're going to pray. You know, you're going to do that stuff. But yeah, not everybody who does that stuff is saved. I, I'm just talking, bro. I don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, yeah.
0: what's a, what are like some things that you've learned from failure? From like failure? Just failing and things in general.
1: Everything I've learned from failure, bro. You don't learn anything from succeeding. Like here's the thing. Uh, it was almost a year ago when I did a merch drop. And and so here, I'll tell you how it went, right? First merch drop, when I say 87 sales. Second one was like 175-ish. Third one was like 620-something. And then the fourth one was like 150-ish, maybe a little less. I don't know. Good drops, bro. At least 100 pretty much every time. But then about a year ago, we did a drop. And I got to the point, I was getting confident. I would I quit doing the whole like, you know how I said I'd take orders and then go buy the stuff? I was done with that. I was like, I'm going to go buy the stuff and then I'll sell it. Well, I did that. I bought hundred, um, 100 pieces. So like. What was that like $2,000 worth of merch sold like 27 pieces. And I have like, I have like 72 leftover pieces. I'm like, what am I going to do with all this? Um, and that was a tough time, bro. And the devil was throwing haymakers on me. Like he was like, you, you got to quit. This is not working. Just all this stuff. And the devil will attack you, bro. I got attacked. I got attacked by that man. Um, cause I was just feeling like I I, feel, I felt like a failure because I, I failed. I mean, <laughs> it was a failure. That whole uh, drop was a failure. Um, but I learned so much through that drop. I learned that you can't rush it because, if I'm being honest, that drop was rushed. Um, you can't do it on your own works. Like, I, I did that drop just by what I thought was cool and what I thought, you know, was – was what the people needed. But the other three drops, I prayed about all of them first. That one I didn't pray about. I just went with it. I just full sended. um, It didn't work. So that really showed me, it kind of kept me in check. And it also showed me like better marketing strategies. Our, Our photo shoot for every drop, we go out, we do a photo shoot with a bunch of my friends. It's pretty organized. It's a good time. That drop, it was unorganized. We were messing around, you know, which we're friends going out, having fun. No one, not even I'm making money for from this for real. But, um, so it's not like a business, but like we, uh, we handled ourselves on the first three drops as like, this is fun, but it's also professional. That one is like, we're just going crazy, dude, going around the city, taking pictures everywhere, video, uh, like it was, it was, it was a mess. So it really showed me like, you can't just rush it. You can't just do it on your own works. You got to slow down, really put your heart, your soul, pray about it. And when I did that, I did that again for this drop. And then best numbers we ever did this summer. I mean, I, I placed an order for a hundred teas. They sold out in like 10 hours and then place another order for a hundred teas sold out in two days. Then I ordered this pink one and, uh, there's a charcoal one back there. And, um, those sold out. It's just, and then we just kept doing, it was like, Oh my goodness, we're popping now. Like, and it's cause I prayed about this drop. I, I was patient. I didn't just rush it. I waited till I truly felt like this was right. Um, I just learned so much, uh, through that failure. And then, I mean, I don't know, bro, you know, like the little podcast hurdles that you got to jump figuring out how to record and post. And then you know, you'll have your mic cut out on one episode, and you're just like, man, <laughs> I was fire, bro, and I just missed all of it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah, bro, just little things like that where you just gotta—I don't know, bro. You you don't learn you don't learn from success. You learn from failure. So I think uh, I think failure is the most important aspect of success, in my opinion.
0: Do it. Don't you meet so many people that are scared to actually take the first step in in their even on their own own journey? Like, 100 percent. Mean a lot of those people, like
1: yeah, bro. No, for sure. And you know, here's here's what I'm afraid of. I'm not afraid to fail. I'm afraid to sit on my deathbed someday, regretting that I never gave myself the chance to succeed at my calling. Like, bro, I don't want to be sitting on my deathbed someday. Like, just picture this: you're laying there, ninety-five years old, taking like some deep breaths because you know it's about your time. The doctor says you probably got like five minutes left to live, and you're just thinking about your life, and you're like. Oh man, I remember back when I was 21 years old and I wanted to start that brand, but I was too afraid to do it. I regret doing that. I wish I would have tried that out. Like, I don't don't want that to be me, bro. I don't want any regrets on my deathbed. I want to sit on my deathbed someday. I'd rather sit on my deathbed someday thinking, dang, I tried, I failed and I embarrassed myself and it was bad and I lost a bunch of money. But hey, at least I tried because I'm not going to be sitting there thinking, Man, I wish I would have done that, you know? I'm going to be sitting there saying I'm glad that I did instead of, of I wish I would have. You feel me? That's my fear, bro. Don't be afraid to fail. If somebody's watching this and, like, you're getting inspired by this, like, don't be afraid to fail. Failure is literally the the bricks that have to be laid to build the empire. Like, every time you fail, that's another brick. And, I mean, some people are just afraid to lay a brick, bro. Some people are... yeah. And I, I pray for those people because you don't know what you're missing out on holding yourself back for real. I mean, I, I feel so blessed to be doing what we're doing, but we would not be doing any of this without all the failures that, you know, went into getting us to where we are today. The success did nothing. The success. <laughs> I, I'll tell you this. My first, uh, my first motivational speech event, like Underwater Fly Zone live show, it was bad, dude. I mean, we started 30 minutes late because our cameraman didn't show up for so long. People were about to leave. They, were, they they went from being in a great mood to being in the mood of like, bro, come on. Like <laughs> like we were just sitting around for 30 minutes just waiting for our camera guy. And then when he got there, I was already like so like kind of upset that my speech was horrible. Um, And that might be me being hard on myself. I'm always hard on myself. A lot of people said it was great, but in my opinion, not what I wanted at all. Bad speech. We sold some merch, but I don't know, bro. But that event was our first event. And I took all the things that went wrong from that event and took that into consideration for our next event, which was this past summer. And it was a blowout, bro. We had like 200 people there and it went great. And it was just like, wow, I'm so glad I did that one last year because that thing taught me everything I need to know to make this one a success. And that one was, that was top 10 day of my entire life. so. I don't know, bro. And I never would have experienced that without failing multiple times. <laughs> so.
0: yeah. It helps like it helps you like learn to what to prepare for next time. Because next time you're just prepared and everything just mm-hmm. goes smoothly. Yeah, bro. Vibration is key. Yeah. It comes to, like success.
1: Mm-hmm. For sure. For sure. But yeah, bro. What else you what you got a lot of questions on there?
0: Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah.
1: Let's keep this Let's going, see. bro. I'm loving this i I never get interviewed. I'm always the interviewer. So this is sick. Yeah.
0: So when it comes to like dating advice, you know, obviously you're engaged. So <laughs> what are what are some things that you guys think you did right with each other?
1: Well, okay. That,
0: that you see other people do wrong.
1: That I see other people do wrong. Well, okay. I'm gonna start out. To have a successful dating life, you gotta have a successful single life, bro. Whatever you don't take care of right now in your single life, you're gonna. It's gonna be re brought up in your dating life. So like, I was. Mm -hmm. what's some stuff? I was going, bro, I had a lot of stuff I needed to work on. One thing was like, I was not on a, mm, I wasn't on a determined gym grind, right? I wasn't anywhere near the, you know, my peak physical health (laughs) at all. So I was in the gym, bro. I was in the gym trying to become my best self every day. I was going to the gym. Um, I was depressed. I was still going through it with my Uh, with the grieving process from the loss of my best friend. I was still going through it, bro. Um, And I knew that I needed to clean that up before I got into a relationship because it's not her job to fix me. You know, I want to find somebody that's their 100% best best self. I want to find a girl that's her 100% best self. So how am I going to expect to find one that's their best self if I'm not even my best self? So I was like, during my single life, I'm a grind. I'm gonna try to become my best self. And I'm not going to look because if you spend your single life looking, you're missing out on the ability to just self-improve, self-improve, self-improve. You know what I'm saying? So I think that's one thing we both did, right? Because we weren't looking. We just kind of found each other, right? So I had to go back to my old high school to observe a, a PE class for like some hours for this class I had in college. She saw me, right? I was in class. She saw me. She was a senior. I was a fresh senior in high school. I was a freshman in college. She saw me. Um, she must've thought something good. Cause she added me on snap like two days later. And then, uh, I saw her post a Bible verse. This was right when COVID hit, right? So she posted a Bible verse that just related perfectly with COVID. So I swiped up on it. I said, facts. So if y'all need a pickup line, that was it. Facts. Three and a half years later, we're engaged. <laughs> you know what I'm but, um, yeah, bro. So I, uh, I swiped up, said facts and then we hung, we, uh, started talking a little bit and then we hung out and then while we were dating though. All right. Don't be afraid to have a tough conversation because just like I said about the single life, bro, what you don't communicate, what you don't express, you compress. What you don't express, you suppress. And if you don't express your concerns, your pain, the things that annoy you, you know, the little things that you just want to say, if you don't say it, at least, and here's the thing, don't say it and be a jerk about it. You know, if she's doing something that's really annoying you or really messing with you, don't start an argument but maybe say it in like a caring way but express how you feel don't just sit there and act like you know it's not there because if you never express how you feel and never have those hard conversations you might commit to something that isn't actually for you bro so like some people will go all throughout dating never really bring up the things that you know the tough conversations because they don't want to we don't want to have a tough conversation we live in a society where that's not really a thing, right? And if you do have a tough conversation, it's like automatic breakup. Nobody knows how to work through. Th- I, in my opinion, bro, it's like, love is not, this is actually fact. Love is not a feeling. It's a choice. I choose to love Macy. You know what I'm saying? If I, I could choose not to, when she annoys me, I could choose to be like, man, you know, you're never going to find someone that doesn't. If you're with them every single like day, like I see her every day. She, anno- it's, it's, she annoys me sometimes, bro, <laughs> and I annoy her sometimes. In those moments, though, you got to choose to love that person, bro. You gotta, you gotta choose to love, and not just only love when you feel like you love them. You know what I'm saying? Um, I feel like I just got off track with what I was trying to say, but yeah, bro. There's so much. I I, I didn't okay, even expect so. to talk about that though. But like, when, dude, when, when I could comes go all day. To,
0: Yeah, when it comes to like tough conversations, right? Yeah. I mean, at what point, um do tough conversations happen and like, is it, I mean, are you the one that's bringing it up and is it like, um, or does she want to bring it up and you, or does she like give you signs that she wants to bring it up and you address it? Or is bro, it like bro, bro. a mix of all of above?
1: I'll tell you, I'll tell you a story to answer this question. It was, um, we were in college. I was doing the brand, right. And because I was doing the brand and I hope everybody, you know, I'm a faithful man, you know what I'm saying? So don't get any, cause I've told this story before and they're like, yeah, right. Well, listen, here's how it is. I, I get 180 orders. A lot of those are girls, right. And I'm not, I'm not shipping those out. So I have to go drop them off myself or girls have to come over themselves and pick up their order. So I've seen all these girls all the time coming and picking up their merch. Well, my girl, you know, we were only dating for about eight months. So Macy was kind of like, you know, not jealous, but like, kind of getting like weird about it, you know, seeing all these girls all the time and some of them would be kind of over flirty with me and I'd be like, "Hey, no, I got a girl." Like Macy's my girl. Sorry, like I shut it down every time, but it's like whenever that was happening, I knew in my mind that I would never cheat. Why would I go 4 years single trying to become my best self, denying all these girls along that way just to find you to then go cheat? You know what I'm saying? So I explained it to her. I'm like, girl, I've been waiting for you for four years. Like I was single for four years and now, now you're here. God finally, you know, gave me the person. You think I'm going to ruin that? Like I really had to sit her down and like talk to her about how there's no possible, there's no way that's ever going to happen. It was a tough conversation too because it was really an issue for a while. Like her, I don't want to say she was jealous though because she really wasn't jealous. She was just being really like weird about it, you know? And it was bothering me because I knew that couldn't, I knew that couldn't be a thing. I never like, I never liked dealing with that jealous stuff. And I got jealous too at times. And she had to sit me down for the same reason, bro. When you're in love, it happens, but you got to keep those emotions in check. So um, it's just like, if I was to sit there and never express that that was bothering me and that, you know, if we never had that tough conversation of like, this would never happen. Like here's, you know, we'd really talked through it, really solved the issue. If I never did that and we got engaged and that was still bothering me, and then we did have that tough conversation and realized like that's just the way it is, this is a problem we can't work through. Well, now we're married, so that sucks. You know, it's better to have that while you're dating. So then, if it doesn't work out, save yourself a divorce, save yourself a marriage, save yourself all this extra pain. If you know it's not right, it's much better to get out sooner rather than later. That's what I've been telling. A lot of my friends lately in some uh not very good relationships i was like hey the longer you keep this going the the thicker that connection is being built and it's going to be that much harder to break off you know if it's not right for you get out and that's not that's okay that's okay it's okay to get out i don't know
0: yeah so i mean th- there's a piece of advice that people give especially women will give to men like in art to maybe uh attract a girl or anything they say it'll be yourself right yeah like, what, do you, what do you think that means and do you think and how does that play maybe into your relationship like you being yourself right
1: well well, think about this if you're not being you how can somebody love you for you you know like if i'm not being myself macy's never gonna love me for me she's gonna love me for the character that i'm trying to act and play for her and then that's not gonna last forever bro like so i don't know girl that's funny though girls girls do say be yourself and then you be yourself and they're like <laughs> they're like bro you're weird <laughs> you know yeah, yeah exactly i don't know uh i guess with at the start i don't think you should we're all weird in our own ways bro you know we're uh, all weird <laughs> in our own ways i think you should ease into some of it i'll tell you one thing so i hope nobody's oh man i hope none of my people are watching this because i'm gonna get roasted actually i hope they are watching whatever roast me i have a song bro on soundcloud called no regrets it's a screamo rap song just for fun me and my friends made in high school right <laughs> and uh yeah. and when me and macy were talking right i this is before we ever even hung out we were just snapping each other i sent her the song just to be funny i thought it'd be funny i was being myself like they say be yourself she left me on open and that was the end of us until i double snapped her and then we kept talking, you know what I'm saying? But like she, I sent her this song and she was like, this dude's a weirdo. What, what am I listening to? It, it went something like this. Call me, call me Bowser. Cause I got your girl up in my castle. You know, I'll steal it from you without any hassle. Like, bro, just, it was so stupid, bro. It was Bars. bad. Bars. No, 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 no. And that was <laughs> wash pit, wash pit. It was bad, bro. It was, it was cringy. It was bad. It had like 2000 plays, which made it even worse. And, um yeah bro so she uh she heard that she left me on open so what i'm trying to say with that is be yourself but but don't don't be too crazy out the gate give it some t- give it some time you know but um don't hide yourself forever though like there's a medium you know there's like a there's like a balance i don't know bro that's my advice yeah, yeah.
0: yeah so there's some some level of self-control that you show in the beginning
1: because i think yeah, everybody
0: bro. has like cards close to their chest at the beginning too
1: mm-hmm. some people do yeah, I did not, and it almost backfired. But hey, we we still here. We engaged. But um, hey. <laughs> dude, it's just crazy. Like, like there's so many relationships out there where I hang out. with It'll be like one of my friends, right? And I'm hanging out with him and his girl, and he's a completely different person around her. And I'm like, bro, that's not gonna end, that's not gonna end well, just because he she's not loving him. She's loving this act that he's putting on, bro.
0: But well, different as in how? Like, are is um
1: like, so when we're hanging out, you know, he's funny. He's chill. He's, he's like, I don't know. He's just, he's just fun to be around. And when she's around, he ain't that fun to be around. I don't know. He's just like, he's just like all emotional and like, just soft. Like, I'm like, bro, you ain't, I don't know, dude. In like my acts, opinion. In my he opinion. soft around
0: her or is it the other way? Yeah.
1: He, no, yeah. he acts he acts soft around her. And then like, and like when he's around us, he's like all cool and stuff. But like around her he's like i don't know bro i don't know i want to talk to my friend shout out to you bro if you know who you are shout out to you you're you're my dog but no here's the thing here's the thing i think that every bad decision in my life that i've ever made was based on me acting on my emotions so like i don't know bro i me and uh me and macy talk about that all the time we're like every argument we've been in that went a little too far was because we got too emotional if we could just sit down and logically talk, not get all emotional, like, oh, you said that. You, you hurt my feelings. But no, just say what you say, how you feel. Let's talk this out and let's move on because life is too great to be mad about, you know, where I put my socks or like something stupid. You know, I don't know. A lot of I mean, our uh, fights are over dumb stuff.
0: Yeah. <laughs> who, t- who teaches you like communication? Like do you guys, is it just something that you guys just worked on yourself communication or did you like get advice from other people about how to communicate and express yourself? Because I mean, talking about emotional self-control not, I mean, that's not really a subject that people necessarily think about or some Uh, people don't think about, at least people that I know, but.
1: I don't know, bro. I, uh, you know, I have my people that I'll listen to like my dad or like, you know, we go to church on two on Tuesdays actually Our uh, our young adult like church thing meets up on Tuesdays and that's helped us a lot. Shout out to Paradigm. Um, And then also like she watches her YouTube videos of these little Christian girls that like post stuff and um they're really good, dude. Like she really takes a lot from them. And I don't know. I mean, we have worked our, a lot of our issues out ourselves. We're engaged. Like I've said, we're engaged now. It's great now. It was not always like this. Our first year, first year and a half, It was not like this. (laughs) It was a lot of tough conversations. It was not fun. It's not... It was not... I didn't wake up every day so excited to see her, you know? But it was like... Because I'd wake up and be like, oh, we're going to have to talk about that today. Here we go. But but I'm glad we did it then because now we're free, bro. The truth will set you free. Say the truth. It'll set you every time. Every time. Yeah. I don't know. I hope I'm not just talking, bro. I hope like... You feel like this is making sense, though?
0: That makes sense, yeah. Just, okay. uh, I mean, just any relationship that you're in, you have to kind of see what kind of level ground you guys are in and make sure that there's like, I mean, you know, that there's an equal understanding, that every person understands each other and that, you know, not to really make assumptions or, you know, yeah. things like that.
1: well, and think about this. Like, say you really, just random example. Let's say you really care about having your bed made every day, right? Like you, my bed has to be made every day. Say that's your thing. But then your girl says, you know, I don't care. You know, we'll get up, we'll do it later. And you're like, oh, that's okay. That's fine. But I guess you could just do it yourself. This might be a bad example. But okay, so pretend that's something that bothers you, right? She doesn't do that. And then this is a horrible example, bro. Say there's something that she's doing that bothers you, and you just say that it's okay. You know, it's fine. It doesn't make me mad, but really it does. Like, it actually annoys you, and it actually drives you crazy. But you're just saying, like, oh, it's okay. You're either going to have to learn to live with that, or you're going to have to be truthful and tell her exactly how you feel, and then you two can work through that. Like, that's a bit – That's, I guess that's what I'm trying to say, dude. You can't just sit there and pretend it's not bothering you, because if you plan to spend the rest of your life with that chick, it's going to either – you know, you're either just gonna have to learn to live with it, or you're gonna have to, you know, work through it together. Everything's gotta be worked through together, though. It's never all on one person or all on the other. Both gotta work through it together.
0: Yeah. So the other person has to be willing, like, to just talk about talk about it and just like, because it takes two, right? Like, if the other person just kind of shrugs it off, and even though you try to speak your mind, that doesn't seem like a healthy relationship. And
1: yeah, you know. no. And and the make your bed thing might be an example for this other thing. Is like if it's not that deep, like making your bed, like I was just saying, just make it yourself, bro. Get over it. But like some things are that deep though. Um, like the jealousy thing I was talking to you about, I, I just can't bro. I can't be with someone that's, cause I'm now I told you I was an introvert. I'm kind of the opposite now. I'm kind of like really like, <laughs> yeah. especially at these pop-ups, bro. I'm talking, there's most, our big, our biggest buyer, we, most, most of our customers are females. So it's like, what am I going to do? Not talk to them? Like, bro, it's, it's how it is. So we worked through that, bro. And we built, we really built that trust and had that open communication. And like, I, I would say that was the turning point, bro. Cause that was the one thing throughout our first year and a half was there was, there was a couple different things that I loved Macy, but I just, there was a couple things that bothered me and she was the same way. She loved me, but there was a couple things that just bothered her and we never talked about them. But then one time we it was a rough talk, bro. It was not fun. It was a rough week or two or month. It was a it was rough having to you know work through that. But once we got through it, bro, I it's been great for like uh, the next year and a half, two years. I don't think we've even really ar- unless we argue about something dumb. You know, sometimes we'll w- wake up in a mood, but then we get over it. <laughs> I don't know, bro. I think the open communication just sets you free. The truth, literally tell the tell how you feel it'll set you free
0: yeah who's a, who's a dream podcast guest of yours
1: dream podcast guest yeah uh shoot hey you gotta get on my podcast you're my dream guest <laughs> <laughs> smooth, that's smooth not nah, for real you gotta hop on but um actually i'm down shoot dream I mean, podcast guest. I'm, hey you know who boot gang is
0: that sounds so fun he's that
1: he's that boot gang yeah and he yeah. like steals stuff well he doesn't do that anymore he's like a full-blown christian now
0: Oh, that's what I saw. I think
1: that. That's yeah, what bro. Okay, I, so I've, seen I've that. always said. uh it's Not on
0: Instagram.
1: Yeah, I've always said he's my dream guest. Just because, like, it'd be crazy to hear that story. But then again, like, he still does some stuff that's questionable. But I would love to get him on. I'd love to get like, I'm from Kansas City, so Patrick Mahomes, that'd be sick.
0: <laughs>
1: I'd love, I'd love to get Patty on there. Are you a, are you a Chiefs hater? Because I feel like if you're not I, from Kansas City, you hate the Chiefs.
0: No, I don't watch football at all, but I know you don't who watch Patrick, any football? I know Patrick I know, I know who Patrick Mahomes is. So. Yeah.
1: Uh Patrick's a dream guest, man. Oh my goodness. I don't know, dude. I just honestly my dream guest is just somebody with an open mind with uh with a realistic but optimistic view on life. So, if that's you, you're my dream guest. So, let's do it. Sorry, I don't me. care, bro. I don't, yeah, literally, I don't I I don't Like I say, Patrick Mahomes, he's my favorite football player. But, like, besides that, I don't really care. Like, celebrity, normal person, God loves us the same. I love you the same, you know? I don't really – I don't know, bro. Anybody that has an open mind or – maybe even somebody that like disagrees with everything I say and just like hates everything about it. I'd love to sit that person down and talk with them. Cause just to get to know more about like why they hate me.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It would be crazy, bro.
1: I actually, um, I one time posted, I said, it was on my Snapchat though. And this was before we had like any, I don't even think we had Instagram yet, but I said, if you're a hater of mine, if you hate the podcast, swipe up and you could be my next guest nobody swiped up but might try that again someday now that we're kind of bigger maybe i'll try Shoot. that again yeah like bro that we didn't even have instagram until like a year ago
0: wow. so
1: it was yeah it was crazy. so how you found us through youtube then
0: yeah what's funny is that especially with me too like some people find me they're like oh youtube recommended manage your videos to me like some people reach out same thing and like it, it's weird how like small channels get like
1: that's sick, how, like channels bro. get
0: recommended to you like that. It's just I don't know.
1: That's crazy, dude. That's a blessing.
0: But yeah, I, I just I, I'm always selective though with who I choose though. Like if I see somebody get they, they get recommended, I always take time just to look at the stuff, you know? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I, I never try to just like get anybody on. So what uh, what
1: money. what improvements would you suggest for me with my YouTube channel? Because it sounds like you're just on YouTube or you not on Instagram.
0: Well, i mean i post reels and stuff but i'm not like okay i don't have like don't... a huge following so when it comes to growth i'm still learning stuff like that myself but yeah um
1: so what like when you went to my youtube were you like this dude's legit or were you like this dude's cool we'll see what happens
0: no it was, cool. it was high energy man just like your pop-up. Real? like i watched some of your vlogs with like the pop-ups too just for just seeing the people like come in and you like interacting with them i think there was one where you were inside of a way i can't remember the exact name but you're you were outside at first and then you went inside of a warehouse because of the weather, and then you just had a bunch of people just come inside. I mean, come inside that warehouse and you're selling all your stuff.
1: I think you're almost uh,
0: sold out by the end. But
1: yeah, no, bro. That, uh, was, that one that uh, was sick
0: to seeing people come up to you like that. And then that some was a of those
1: September pop-up, bro. That was crazy. Yeah, that that's was so fire, bro. I appreciate you actually like watching for real. That's that's sick. I'm gonna I'm gonna check out some more of your stuff. I was I was watching some of your stuff and I was like I don't know. I got the impression that this was like a Christian type of podcast. Is that true?
0: Uh, no, I have different. So I've one of my most popular videos I did with someone named Grandmaster Wolf. So mm-hmm. he's like a Taoist. If you want to put a label on what his stuff is, he's like a Taoist monk or comes from that oh. kind of. So like Gee,
1: that's sick though. Like super that's, that's, yeah. that's super meditative. Yeah, super cool relaxing, conversation, though.
0: bro. Yeah,
1: that's fire, dude. That's lit. So yeah, but. Yeah, bro. Uh how old are you by the way? If you even share that. Maybe we'll talk later.
0: Yeah, I'll I throw a coin and I'll share that. Okay, okay. Yeah, bro.
1: I'll say I'm twenty three, bro. I'm twenty three and I don't know. I mean, I know what I know, but I know I have a lot to learn. You know what I'm saying? So
0: definitely.
1: Um take what you want from this, but hopefully I said something that impacted y'all. But yeah, bro.
0: Definitely. You got any final words to the people? Before we Any eat.
1: final What's words, saying? man? Hey, go subscribe to the Underwater Fly Zone on YouTube. We are like six subscribers away from 1K. I feel like when we hit 1K, a lot's gonna change because you know it's yeah. a lot easier to subscribe to somebody when you see the K in subscri- You know what I'm saying? And then, yeah. um, if you got if you got Instagram, go tap in. And also, um, pray for my homie that uh me and him kind of run this brand together here and there. It's it's my brand, but He really helps out a lot, but he, uh, was diagnosed with cancer when he was four. He's had it his whole life, been in remission, been chilling until here recently. He just, uh, they found more cancer in his neck and then it's just a crazy thing right now. That's kind of the part of the reason I haven't done an episode in about two months is just kind of like, I don't want to make an excuse, but like, yeah, dude, I just haven't been a good mindset to really record or speak. So, um, pray for that dude. Like I know he's going to pull through. It's the... It's his, it's his battle. He's been facing his whole life, and this is kind of like the Super Bowl, though. So like, he's got to take this dub. He's got to beat this cancer, um, and he's going to though. So just keep praying. Um, and yeah, last thing, last thing. If you want some, uh, if you want a new hoodie that says your life is worth living on it, we're about to drop some new hoodies here in like two or three weeks. So, yes, sir. I appreciate you, Zeke, for end. having me on, man.
0: Appreciate yeah. you for coming on, man.
1: Of course, bro. We should, uh, I'll get you on sometime for sure.